To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, all you beautiful, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 20. We can drink now. It's our 21st birthday. Let's do this. Let's party it up. This is going to be a slow show today, and by slow, I mean Disney decided not to release any news, which is okay with us. But there's a couple uh, good stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about some of the the smaller things that came out. We'll ramble on just a wee bit, and uh, some cool fan casts that we're excited for, and then a cool rumor of the week. Yes, so this will just be an episode where uh, not everything will be Disney-related, but um, because news is so slow, me and Skylar are just going to riff, so enjoy that. Um, so what you want to get into, uh, let's, uh, piece of news? oh, you know what? Let's start off by talking about the Mandalorian season two, which debuted oh, this week. Okay. Well, you guys had enough time, but even if major spoiler, major spoiler, major spoiler. Okay. Did you get that? That there's spoilers in here. So maybe, uh, fast um, forward, a fast few forward minutes. a few minutes. So, yeah. okay. Anyway, what would you think? Oh man, um, it was really good. It it felt like a nice continuation. Felt like a western, which I love. I I well, love space. Whole, yeah, the yeah. whole. But it felt more like a space western. Like you know, you hear the Mandalorian walking into the bar when he was on Tatooine. Uh, was it most Vanguard? Yeah, and then you could just hear his boots, like kind of like spurs. Like that was so cool. Um, and I like the way he talks too. I need the kid. <laughs> Take it off. Um, Give it back. Come with me. Don't touch that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the biggest takeaway from this show is obviously Timothy Elephant, yes. who was the marshal who obviously played Donning the Boba Fett armor. Hey, you said it right. I Good did. for you. Um, Hold that thought. You know. You know. It's funny. I. I know the guy. But I cannot remember who it is, but he says Bubba Fett. Oh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad says Bubba Fett. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he was like, and Bubba Fett flies. And I was like, no wonder he gets called Josh Gad all the time. They say yeah. Bubba Fett. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway. um, Timothy Oliphant's the biggest takeaway. His character is really interesting. Very really cool. badass. And I think they introduced, because he was from the book, Cobb Vant. That mm-hmm. character's from like the Aftermath book. But they're making it, you know, kind of. Based off the source material, yeah. he well he finds them in an empty Sarlacc pit, but in the show he finds the armor through Jawas, which I thought was a really good way to introduce people to a an already known character in a different way. In exactly, the show because it just it made more sense doing this way. So it told a really nice, quick story. I don't have a lot of issues with this episode. I think it's a really good episode overall. I only had one issue, um, which I'll get into in a second because I want to talk about the good, and the good was. Um, First, the 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 fighting, the choreograph for for all those fight scenes was really cool. It was really cool to see John Leguizamo at the beginning as that weird. Oh yeah, that's creature. super weird. Because yeah, it didn't sound like him. He sounded like a New York gangster almost. Yeah. Um, cool to see the Tuscan Raiders, but we've seen them in multiple things. Sorry about um, that. Throughout Star Wars, um, I really liked the visual effects on uh, the crate dragon. I thought that was really cool. It just it felt like a really good, nice reintroduction into this world. My only two things that I have had an issue with personally, just me personally, is 
And it may, I understand why they're doing it, because they're trying to introduce the actual Boba Fett character who appeared at the end of the show. We saw, was it Tamira Morrison? Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool. He looked really cool. He looked he looked like he was going to mess someone up. I love continuity. Yeah, it, that was cool. I just don't, I like, it just felt like a weird side mission, which I understand why. And that's what I was going to get into. It's just... I think that's just something we got to live with is yeah, like they, they, every new episode is a new level of the game. Yeah. No, no that's a good point. But it um, works. Yeah. You know, it makes it fun. My only issue is the Amy Sedaris character and those droids. That's the only thing. And I don't hate the character the, the when he lands. Oh, oh I, like I, the babysitter yeah, for yeah. Baby Yoda? I like that there's someone there that will take care of Baby Yoda. Like, I don't dislike the character. Or I should say I don't hate the character. I more think she's a little off-putting in the series. I think you do need some comedic edge to the series. As off-putting as that freaking guy. No, 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 no. I already knew where you were going. But Who was in the same episode, by the way? Um, It it was weird. And those droids, I don't... they, They must have put all the special effects into the Great Dragon because you can really see that those droids were not perfect. Yeah. And and it only showed you how imperfect they are when she called out an actual R four droid, which I was like, oh, that's cool. <clears throat> which is the R four droid from yes. the New uh, Hope? Yeah, which I liked. I thought that was pretty cool. It's it's, it's the the visual effects laziness on the side. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But it's a great. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for chapter ten. Yes. Yeah. So chapter ten. Yeah. So us uh, we we have to assume with that ending we see. You know, Tamara Morrison's Boba Fett come after, you know, Mondo and the uh, get that armor back. So yeah. that'll be interesting. Um, apparently, the next episode is when they're in the, and this is in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler, but when they're on that ship. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe we see uh, the Sabine Wren character on in that episode uh, because we know Sasha Banks is in that episode and she's rumored to play the character. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I thought it was a really good episode. I'm excited the show's back. The, the droids were my big issue with the Amy Sedaris character. Um, for me, <clears throat> it was just all the subtle nods that I saw. Like, for one, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, uh, his speed bike is the exhaust of a pod racer. That was pretty cool. Which I was, oh, it, I immediately texted him. I was like, dude, did you see that he yeah. used a fucking pod racer? Is do you, this, do you, and he's made the sound. I was like, dun, 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 dun. Do you think it was Anakin's? It looks so similar. I doubt I, it was Anakin's. It'd be a, it'd, it'd be, be too. I wouldn't like that if it was Anakin's. Too on the nose. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. We're trying to break away from the Skywalker saga a little bit by introducing this new character and giving him fucking Anakin's. Yeah, pod racer. Anyway, um, another thing that I liked is that you almost couldn't tell that it was Boba Fett's armor because it's so worn, but he has that iconic bullet uh, shot in his helmet. Then yeah, you're kind yeah, of like, you, oh, okay, yeah, we that's know. Boba Fett's armor. And then Tamura Morrison at the end was awesome. And but I knew imme- whole... we knew immediately it was Cobb Banth because the armor did not suit him at all. No, or it was his like, body type. It looked like uh... it looked like a kid trying on a, a Boba. Well, Fett Well, I was going to say he looked like he picked up the Boba Fett costume at Target. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> while Pedro Pascal is wearing, you know, like he's in the. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the the cosplay. Yeah, he's got the, the co- full, he's got that he spent full like cosplay. Seven thousand dollars yeah. on a suit, and then uh, Timothy Oliphant's <laughs> character spent like forty bucks at, at Target. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> yeah, at Spirit Halloween. They just didn't have his size. Yeah. That's why it's all like fucking combusted and stuff. Did, did you see the the nod? I forget I'm cussing who, too much. I apologize. I, the the nod where, um, 
when Cobb Vanth was shooting down those miners that were trying to get away and it was a nod to Iron, John Favreau's Iron Man. Yeah. That was pretty cool. See, he's going to, John Favreau's going to get his little like director trademark nods from all his films. To where it's a wide shot, they shoot, they wait just a second and then it goes, mm-hmm. blows up. I thought that was kind of cool. But my favorite part was them definitely taking down that big old sandworm. Uh, the Creek Dragon. It was that funny. Was awesome. on, I, on Twitter, I, uh, I saw, you know, people do these like, oh, spoilers out of context for stuff. Oh, and there was one for the Mandalorian where Patrick and SpongeBob were sitting into the earthworm's face. Oh yeah. It was like Mandalorian chapter nine. Yeah. uh, Spoilers without context. Oh, that's funny. I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. No, that one's um, funny. I, it was a great season premiere. I liked it. Yeah. So new episode comes out on Friday. Um, Yep. We'll, we'll, t- we'll go more in-depth on these episodes as they go on. I think this was a, just a, a quick side mission, really not too much to dive into outside of the, the Marshall Cobb Yeah, because we, we know that he wants to find other bounty hunters. That's the, kind of, that's the thing that we know for the entire season, is that little snippet like, okay, he's yeah. looking for different bounty hunters. So that's going to be the theme of this season, I think. And yeah. then he's going to run into Bo-Katan, who is a Mandalorian. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. And then, which is cool that they're going really, they're really going in on the Mandalorian Wars that happened like 5,000 years ago. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Which brings that to canon. And guess what also is, well, we've already touched on this, but it directly goes into Darth Bane and Darth Revan. Which are which rumored to have uh, appearances in series and maybe their own series, so it'll it'll which be interesting. I hope for because they fought the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah, so we'll as as soon as we get introduced to more characters, a deeper story. Obviously, we'll dive into this a little more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, go check it out on Disney Plus. We're gonna talk about some Marvel news, very small Marvel news, um, and and that is going to be uh, that Lovecraft Country composer um, Laura Cartman. Which Lovecraft Country, I've never seen it, but it's like the, I heard it's really good. Yeah, it's like the hit of HBO. The yeah. star of that show is now gonna be um an Ant Man as the villain, uh uh is it Kang? Oh yes. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they're they're looking at getting uh, Lovecraft Country composer Laura Cartman to do uh what if, which I hear has finally wrapped production. Um so that's supposed to come out in spring of twenty twenty one. Which this is, which is oddly technically one of my... the last project that Chadwick Boseman's in, correct? Yeah, that, yeah. Because they sad. said that that new film that's coming out was his last like film, right? This will be his last project. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we already there's really nothing to talk about besides her body of work, which is nice. She's done a lot of video games. And, well, this you know, is the this is the first piece of what if news we've had. This entire pandemic. Yeah, it's been... We've only heard stuff beginning of the year, but this is the first piece of what-if news that we actually got. Yeah, I would hope we get a trailer here next month, maybe. I, I Probably next month to coincide with WandaVision. That'd be cool. It's just going to be so cool to see episodes of a... You know, episodes of a uh, the Marvel Universe told differently. I mean, what if? Like, that's the coolest thing to me. And um, I love those. Did you read any of those what ifs? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big one. I, I read, read the Jane Foster Thor one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Mine was the Hulk one. Um, yeah. But they're telling all sorts like Chadwick Boseman as Star-Lord and of course the famous uh, zombies versus Avengers. Um, yeah. Marvel zombies, which was created by Robert Kirkman. Well, there you go. Not who does the walking dead, yeah. which makes sense. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to move over to some news that I think a lot of people are excited for. And that's Pinocchio. Which is funny because we were talking about this actor last week 
for Nightcrawler. <laughs> oh, yes, we were. Yeah. We sure were. Yeah. Um, the, and then the other guy I liked in, uh, he played Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. That oh, dude's a talented actor. He is talented. So the Illuminati was reporting uh, last week that Disney is eyeing Alan Cumming, who everyone knows is Nightcrawler. That was Cummings. I thought so too, but I checked. Oh, it's, it's Alan Cumming. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Alan. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Cumming. <laughs> it's me. Um, he, so Alan Cumming from most notable, like like Derek had mentioned earlier, uh, Nightcrawler next two and Stephen Graham are being looked at for roles in the live action Pinocchio. Uh, How much you want to be, bet that Stephen Graham is Shmi? <laughs> Yeah, he looks cool. like a shmee. He He's does, short he, and stocky. He does. He does. So if he passes on this role, he could do uh, Peter Pan because they're supposed to oh, film. At I'm going to put time. money on it right now that Stephen Graham is going to be shmee. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he passes on this. It, it would Just, be hard because Pinocchio starts filming in April and then Peter Pan starts filming in March. So the filming would just bump heads, and they're both expected to film at the same studios and then start moving. Um, okay, I have a dumb moment. I thought we were talking about Peter Pan this entire time. I totally blocked out Pinocchio. You I thought bl- it was... You blocked out the picture of Pinocchio on the I image? I sure did. Oh. I thought we were talking about Peter Pan. So everything that I just said, retract it. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I like how you just let me I, talk I, no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought you meant like he would make a good Smee and I, you oh, put no, money I was on like, it. I would put money that he is oh, Smee. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> see, I, I got all... Confused. Yeah, we're talking Pinocchio. Yeah, there um, you go. Alan Cumming is being looked at uh, for the role of uh, Honest John, who's the little sneaky-looking fox character who tries to... That looks like Alan Cumming. (laughs) Weird. He'd be a great fit. You know who they want for that role? Like, who Disney was, like, pushing for? And I just found this out today. Is um, they were pushing for William H. Macy to play that role. Ooh. Which I think would be kind of cool. He's, Frank Gallagher. He's he's funny. He's funny, and I think he plays mischievous in ways. And Stephen Graham is being looked at for Coachman and looking at Coachman again because it's been a long time since I've seen Pinocchio. Still good. It'd be a great <laughs> pick. Like that's that's funny. He's so two pseudo villains because Stromboli is going to be the main villain. Which They're is also, funny is that Stephen Graham, despite being British as shit, he plays. Like, he does a fantastic Bronx accent, and he's, like, in all of the mob projects. Uh, yeah, so he could probably fit that role He was in, um, he was actually, uh, did you watch The Irishman? Ugh, no, I'm not going to sit three hours through The Irishman. It's I'm a good sorry. movie. He was in The Irishman, of, of course. Um, yeah, he, he, I've never seen his body of work, to my knowledge. I'm sure I have. Um, but yeah, he, he looks the part. I another cool thing I heard about this project is they are looking for a like a like a big time music uh, musician to play the Blue Fairy and like the name they were John Mayer. Anyways, the name. They, <laughs> yeah, John Mayer. I actually like that in a weird way, just to screw with the audience. No, um, the the name. It's not the name they're going after, but it's like the style of what they're looking for for the role is Beyonce for the Blue Fairy. Not Beyonce, but someone like a Beyonce. Like Why a big not just time get musician. the other two Destiny's Child? I'm sure they're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, because Disney's going to sell tickets with Kelly Rowland on the title card. <laughs> I'm really impressed that you know what their names. <laughs> I, I only know Kelly Rowland because she was in Freddy vs. Jason. I was Jason, just going to say know, that. Yeah. You know I like Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, so do yeah, I. I, I, don't, funny. I don't know who the other one is. You can get the sister, uh, who's not in Destiny's Child. Shalong? Shalang? Shalange. Shalange. There you go. They're all talented, but 
I, maybe they get like a Rihanna I or something. I, I, I watched Solange beat the shit out of Jay Z in an elevator. So she ah. she's feisty. She can play the Blue Fairy. Uh-huh. Awkward, uh, <laughs> awkward family stuff. Cool. Um, let's go into an exclusive that Dempsey wrote the last week. I was going to say the other day, but it's, it's been a week. Time's flying. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we had reported that, and by a couple, it's probably been a couple months now that. Uh, Sorry, the election stuff's going on, so we're getting notifications right now, and we're we're interested. Um, McGee, uh, Charlie's Angels director, yes. we had reported that he was going to direct some episodes of Turner and Hooch, and now Dempsey's reporting on the Diz Insider that um, Star, famous for Star Trek, Star Trek actor whose name is eluding me, uh, Robert Duncan McNeil is go- also going to uh, direct some episodes for Turner and Hooch. And if you've looked on my Twitter account, I posted the first look of the dog. Um, Identical. It, it, awesome. So ex- I'm not, like, excited for this series. Like, I like Tom Hanks in Turner is and Hooch. Is Tom Hanks reprising? No, it's 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 Josh Peck. Listen, I I like I think Josh Peck is a, is not is not bad for what he does. Did you see Red Dawn? No one saw Red Dawn, so you don't have to ask me that. You exactly. should, you should no, no. But he, of course, like he's he he's funny in Drake and Josh. You have to give him it. He was in. Those oh, I, I love Drake and Josh. Yeah, anything outside. I'm sorry, he yeah. is bad. He's in those Ice Age movies, and and yes, their their yeah, voice. You can't see his face. I'm sure you yeah, can but, make his voice sound. But good. the the draw here is Disney Plus, and it's to get. I know. Attached. I know. I know. And I, I think this Which is, is funny he did because that, he did that show with John Stamos that apparently was really funny, but Fox it was like didn't stepdad like it. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, grandfathered. It was grandfathered. Apparently, yeah. it was funny. Sadly, Fox, which is the worst uh, cable channel out there, cancels everything. Yeah, they do. Kind of like Brooklyn Nine Nine, which we're watching. Well, they it got picked up by uh, NBC. NBC, Good which NBC. is where smart. Well, Mike Schur yeah, lives you, at NBC, so I don't all, know why that Brooklyn Nine Nine was not originally. Yeah, and they have. Did all he those, say like, hey? FNBC. Let's yeah. go pitch this to Fox because yeah. this is a cop show. There's characters from The Office and Parks and Rec oh, in, in yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine absolutely. constantly. Oh, I watched that episode, by the way, where Jerry's like the racist cop, oh, the homophobic so, cop. Where, where they're fighting and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they and say, then no, they no, no, no. And then And he's like, no, 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 no. no, no. Oh, yeah. So funny. Watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> yes, we're binging it. We're binging so it right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, where, where, where are we going? Oh, Josh Peck. Yeah, yeah Josh Peck. It, I It's... I, when it drops, I'll watch it because it's something new and it's a series for Disney Plus. True. And we, we need new content, and I think this will be good. And I, I like, I like, I like series and movies where the dog plays a sidekick. It's I don't want them talking, but I like that kind of stuff. So check out the exclusive. Uh, shout out to Dempsey for writing up the exclusive. We're gonna go back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're gonna talk some Wandavision. Um, this news is not that major to me and that's only because we know nothing about it yeah i mean um all that happened is uh we got a um what is she from orange is the new black yeah like the netflix hit show <clears throat> which i think it's airing its last season here pretty soon i've have you watched it i've, I've watched it's like not, a couple episodes I, i've heard good things it's just not i just something. don't like prison shows yeah i don't either i just don't yeah just, but men anyway, or women, I could care less. <laughs> yeah, um, what's her name? What is her name? Her name is Jolene Purdy, and she will appear in a reoccurring role in WandaVision. And if you don't know what recurring role is, is it, she's not 
a star that'll be in every episode, but she'll pr- be in she'll multiple. Yeah, you'll see her in multiple episodes. I have no idea who she's playing. Uh, I could I couldn't even make a guess who she's playing. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. No, WandaVision is going to go balls off the walls crazy, yeah. so she could be playing an Oompa Loompa for all we know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it, your guess is better than ours is what we'll say. <laughs> but uh, she's a good actress, so we're, we're stoked. So that was there. Here's something fun that came out uh, on, I believe it was Saturday. Um, our friend, Cleo Thomas, who is actually uh, a good friend of the Diz Insider, cool guy. Did you see his uh, cos- or his Halloween costume? Where he dressed up, uh, it was from the Goofy movie, like the... uh... You mean that story we're talking about? Never mind. I didn't know this was a project. I thought he was just doing it for Halloween. Go go ahead and talk about it. Well, I mean, all I saw was a picture. I thought thought you saw the story. No, 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 I didn't saw the story. Okay, yeah, so... I just saw a picture. Yeah, so Cleo Thomas, who... We're we're trying to work out. To, we'll say it. We've been trying to work out to getting him on the podcast. He's a huge fan of us. We're a huge fan of him. You know him from Dig it up on, on dig it. Yeah, you you know him from the movie Holes is Zero. Shia LaBeouf's uh, what becomes Shia LaBeouf's best friend. Um, he actually did on Halloween. He did dress up as Powerline. So you were you were correct. I couldn't he, remember his name. He did a full on like music video from the eye to eye scene in a goofy movie set production dressed up had people back you know doing like backup stuff um very very for doing it on his own very high production value but check it out it's a really cool video um shout out to cleo thomas hopefully we can get him on the show here pretty soon yeah he's a cool dude but anyway last up this came out of nowhere it's really, I don't give a crap about this. I I think you're not alone. Um, <laughs> Talk about this. So, so last year there was an auto trade show. Gotta get your head in the game. Gotta get your get your get your get your head in the game. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> that's that's him, right? I, yeah, it is. Yuck, though. It's anyway. good. I'm not I'm not a High School Musical fan person. Me neither. But We're, my wife is. Yeah, I, a lot of people are. Um, we just happen not to be. Uh, so at the auto trade show last year, I forget what it's called off the top of my head. There was uh, a report that had come out that someone from Pixar had heard that told someone that was working that big trade show that Pixar was looking at doing more things with cars and that the of next course. thing was going to be a series, which it makes money. It's a money maker, And Cars Land is actually pretty cool at DCA. Um, now, we we never heard anything since there's never been concrete news on it. Well, now we were notified, and this is not an exclusive, but this is something I was notified on, and I don't like reporting on IMDb Pro stuff, but I got notified, and I thought it was interesting, that Corbin Blue is joining the Disney Plus Cars series as a character named Cam Spinner. Now, what's now since then, I've, I've learned that Cristela Alonso, who played Cruz Ramirez, which was Lightning McQueen's understudy in Cars 3, is going to return as Cruz Ramirez. I've learned that Mitchell Musso from high or not high school musical Hannah Montana is attached to this project. Bruno Mars is attached to this project. And, um, Oh, Phil Lamar, who's done a lot of voice work. Larry, Ooh, the cable yeah, guy. Phil Lamar's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's attached. Uh, there was another name I saw that's attached. Oh, so, Wilson's not coming back. Uh, no, he's not coming back. He's busy with Loki. Cause they're actually, so na- Lightning McQueen's filming. not going to be in this. Lightning McQueen is, but they got the guy that voiced him in the Pixar shorts that are on Disney plus. Oh, okay. And he does gotcha. a pretty good job voicing Lightning wow. McQueen. Wow. Does he do, and does he, he do his own thing or does he try to replicate? He tries to replicate. Wow. That is so cool. You're going so fast. 
How that's that? actually really good. Thank you. Let's get you on board. I'll call, uh, <laughs> I'll call Pixar right now. Mater, um, where are you going? Corbin Blue is... Yeah, I have no issue with Corbin Blue. I've never seen anything he's done outside of a high school musical, which I've never seen in my life. Um, my wife made me sit down and watch all three. So, yeah. Cool. So, however, he is a big name in the Disney community, and this is who they're aiming this series for, and that's... I, I would assume that's the big exciting news there. And I don't want to talk on this too much because it's not that huge but uh hulu canceled castle rock and i'm really upset about that i've heard it was good i've never seen it um but that bill team... skarsgård uh other people it's well, all stephen king's work into one show it had to cancel that team that was working on castle rock they they're doing a new uh series on hbo max called overlook hotel based on the show hey, nice so so it's kind of like it's gonna if you want the castle rock vibes you're gonna have to go to HBO Max probably next year to see the Overlook Hotel. Have you been seeing like rumors of a new It series that's coming out? Yeah, that was actually reported. Well, not by, coming. Uh, someone out. we know, I think. I think we. I don't yeah. know who it wasn't. Charles wasn't the Illuminati. Wasn't you know? Thomas. I can't remember if it was they want one or it's in development or they're like because Stephen King to s- try it because Stephen King's doing a new It book or something like a. I think it's oh, a prequel. It was, um, what a, how I saw it is because uh, Caleb quote tweeted something about that and someone was saying like oh this it series can finally do the book justice and i'm like okay first of all as a person who read the book there was a lot of stuff missing out but i'll tell you right now if you're hoping for what i think you're hoping for go get help yeah yeah i agree yeah and i'm not gonna go further on that because it's disgusting and it happens when they're adults too. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, but I mean, they can they can work on a little bit of more of. Uh, I I can tell you this. I could care less about a it prequel. You just gave me two, Andy Muschietti. Well, not just, prequel. It's retelling the it series. Oh, even but, worse. Even worse. I'd be down. I can never get enough of it. So I liked what they gave us. I thought what they gave us. No, with Andy Muschietti movies. for sure. And yeah. I don't think you can get better than Bill Skarsgård and. Um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry's yeah, I agree. Uh, Pennywise's. It, I mean, it's either you'd have to find a really good one or you're gonna make it campy as what shit if, what and if, it's gonna bomb. What if they got Will Poulter, eyebrows kid, that you're that everyone Yeah, he was he was before Bill uh, Skarsgård. I I personally think that like they dodged a bullet with him. You think he'd be I bad? Think Bill no. I don't think he'd be bad. I'm saying Bill Skarsgård exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Not the saying that I wouldn't have liked him, but Bill Skarsgård was so good that I can't imagine Will Poulter being just as good. Yeah. No, I... But it would have been interesting. I mean, he's a young dude. We're older than him. I've only seen Will Poulter in two things, and he was good in those two things, and that was Where the Millers, which I think is hilarious, and, and uh, The Revenant. Yep. Um, Wait, you're telling me you never saw the third Why in the Witch in the Wardrobe? <laughs> uh, the one made by fox <laughs> yes <laughs> which now disney owns it's so funny because aren't the, they doing something with that netflix is because netflix has the rights now okay i really with hope Millie they Bobby start Brown. with oh is she gonna be i have no susan idea. uh i don't know oh i just know cool. she's like attached as a star and producer but it, what's funny is she's 15 Nick. Why was she a producer? I don't know. Well, Dear there, there, Lord. There's so many young producers in Hollywood now. Um, so Hey, we're going to make DJ Khaled's son, who is two, an executive producer on Fargo. <laughs> we got executive producers on the podcast. I guarantee they're not 11. 
Yeah, well, still. Mom, can I have your card to watch Skylar and Derek talk shit about movies? Yeah. Um, no, so here's what's funny. This is what I was trying to say. Disney was trying to do Chronicles of Narnia because Harry Potter was, like, the big thing at the time. So in 2005, yeah. they did the, the first one. Which I liked the first one. It's not bad. The second one's not even that bad. No. Um, it's as soon as the two older actors left. Y- exactly. And then it was Lucy and... Um, the other younger kid. Edmund? Yeah. Yeah. And they tried bringing in Ben Barnes, and they were trying to make Ben Barnes a thing. But Ben Barnes was good in the second one. Prince you know, Cass- he is. Prince no, no, Cassian. he is. Yeah, he is. He's badass. Yeah, no, he. they just tried to make him a thing. So well, what yeah. happened was, it was apparently Disney was not happy with those two Chronicle movie, or the Chronicles of Narnia movies that I, to their expectation of Harry Potter, which... It, it's, they, they do that with everything, like the Divergent films, which are god awful. The host, they they do. Uh, Maze Runner's probably the one that's worked the best out hey, of these. Well, Poulter. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but then they sell they sell the Chronicles of Narnia to Fox, and then Fox does the third film. So Disney's like, nope, we don't want Chronicles of Narnia. And then, you make the third one. Yeah, and then Disney buys Fox, and we're like, oh. Damn. Shit, we, now it's under them yeah. again. <laughs> Dang, we got this. Well, if they can movie. go in order of the books and kind of like Netflix will take care of it. And I know they will. I think the only thing that Disney was trying to do is they they were trying too hard. Like what what DC's doing against Marvel. They're trying too hard. Yeah. Find a formula that works for perfect you. it and then put it out. Yeah, don't You do don't the, have to compete with other people. Yeah, don't do the copy and pasting. That's no. I think that's always been our our big thing. Like J- Justice League was trying to implement what Marvel did in the first 4 years and 2 years. Yeah, that was bad. Like we got uh Batman v Superman then 2 years later we got our first Justice League. Like set up more characters. And yeah. then Aquaman and Shazam came out after. I'm like do it I don't know. I don't want to rant on DC's I don't know. Hopefully Snyder cuts good. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, fingers crossed. It, it's hard to let's talk about Snyder cut for a second okay. because there was like talks of like, oh, yeah, the music going out. Yeah. Which the music was the worst part of the trailer. I can't. I'm glad I the music was redone or taken out, whatever they had to do. I don't know. Was it Hallelujah? Uh, yes. Hallelujah. Well, I'm yeah. Like, oh, Jeff, God. Well, I did sing that at my papa's funeral. So go f- yourself. I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding. I did though. No, um, no, you know what I meant. No, I know. Um, no, that Hallelujah is so annoying. It's a very annoying song. You sing it at your papa's funeral. Don't talk shit about it. Shit. Fuck. Um, okay. No, it was a bad song for for that trailer. But they use it at the Trump rally. Ugh. Maybe that's why they took it down. That's what I saw on Twitter. I was like, no wonder they took it off the Snyder They're cut. Like, eh, we don't want. Okay. If you guys are Trump supporters unsubscribe yeah sorry cut bait um <laughs> so, so do you th- i think we've talked about like we are excited just hit me do you believe the dumb rumors that green lanterns with ryan reynolds will be in it there's some there's like First a, of there's all, a site no not just a co- like a grace randolph who's a piece of garbage fuck her um or or like a we got this covered no there's like a legit like not legit, like the Hollywood Reporter, like a legit, like us site, like a like writers who like do coming this, soon dot net. Uh, in between coming soon dot net and the Diz Insider, so, some somewhere in the so middle. right in the sweet spot. Yeah, there's with someone, monkeys fighting yeah, robots. Yeah, <laughs> I would compare them. How like that's a journalism yes. page? Who knows? That do, yeah, they, they well, I mean, they do good. Um, no. There is a legit site saying Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern and nope. Justice League. Nope, nope, nope. Do you also believe the other rumors that this is going to restart the DC universe? Nope. And then Batman. Nope. 
Matt Reeves Batman will stay alone and then they're going to bring back Ben Affleck as Batman. No. They're going to Yeah, what the fuck do you think is happening? I have no you guys idea. all have your heads up your asses. Yeah, I have no idea. Just um, just be grateful that you're getting a cut and it's going to showcase oh. actually dark side and you're going to get the Joker Deathstroke and Lex Luthor all back in it. There was a website Be grateful. There was a website this weekend, small website I've never heard of that uh said that the air cut for Suicide Squad's coming next December. Yep. And then David Ayer said, not true. Just I had, totally shut so it down. So I looked at their site, and they have a tab on their website that says exclusives. And one of their exclusives was, don't listen to the trades, Jamie Foxx. Or no, no, no. Uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be Moon Knight in... Yeah, don't listen to trades. Jamie Foxx is going to be Moon Knight in Spider-Man 3. And then like a week later, <laughs> Oscar Isaac news came out. That's the same website. Oh my god! They have like they have like seven exclusives on their website, and they've all been debunked. <laughs> I'm like, they're probably just pulling something out of their butt. That's the we got this covered. <clears throat> they they take a dart and they throw it at a dartboard and hope it sticks. And it's very rare that it does. Because mm-hmm. they're like casting for like movies that have been like. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, oh, Darth Revan, Keanu Reeves cast as Darth Revan. It's, Which I'm know, sure that they did, and Batista as Darth Bane. No, what they do is they they wait for Boss Logic to make something, and then they go, "Oh my <laughs> God, it's true, it's happening." That's 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 what we got this covered <laughs> mantra. I can't tell you how many projects I've seen Keanu Reeves attached. You for. know who has more conf- confirmations than we got this covered? Boss Logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's called a lot of casting. Yeah, it, it's weird. This is such a weird. But thing. did you see uh, MT, our good friend MT? He tweeted two years ago. He said, "Man, Oscar Isaac's would make a killer Moon Knight." Oh, did and he? And I was like, "Atta boy, good for you, dude." That's because he's secretly working at Marvel. I swear to God, he is. Yeah, he's doing. He has something. too much knowledge. Yeah, he's doing something over there. I I don't know. Was there any other big like news? Through the for the movies, like the, something we want to talk about, like they're pushing movies back again, which is fine. I'm cool. Let's take our time, and then we'll go to the movies again. But I don't know. This is such a slow couple of weeks. No, it's been it. really slow, which has been helpful for me because I've been moving, yeah, and trying to put our house together, which is good. Yeah, we'll be. In, I will be moved into my brand new house on Sunday, and then the following Sunday. Well, also, I would like to just give a shout out to our video and podcast producer, Corey. He has fallen ill. Yeah, get better, dude. um, Yeah, so uh, we're waiting on him to get better before we start anything. Um, But me and Skylar are getting new podcast equipment, so you should hear a lot of audio change uh, when we bring this back to the studio. So We're super excited. Yeah, there you go. I think it's time to fan cast. You're goddamn right it's time to fan cast. All right, so last week we fancast X-Men. We thought it was so much fun, so this time we decided to take our time in fancasting Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four, and these are who we think should be in the MCU, who we think Marvel should cast. So Marvel Studios, if you're listening, now's the time to start stealing mine and Derek's ideas. We're going to go through the smaller one, the smaller characters, and then we'll work our way up to the bigger ones. And then, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. But uh, I'm ex- I've been excited for this all day. Let's start off with... A Fantastic Four villain. Let's start off with Mole Man. Okay. Go ahead and go first, my friend. Mole Man. And now, let me give you some background. This guy has proven that he's a great actor. Sure. He needs a new agent because Uh he's been getting shit movies. Larry the Cable Guy. No. I knew it. Gerard Butler for Mole Man. 
I like Gerard Butler. I don't know if I see him as Mole Man, but I like Gerard Butler. He does need a new agent, but I will. He needs I will a def- fat contract under a big IP, and I think Marvel's where he sits. I, I Not will, necessarily needs to be Mole Man, but he deserves to be. But I could see him as being good, like not a minor like Mole Man's more like a like a vulture to Spider Man. But the big picture stuff is like Galactus. Yeah, like sure, it's a good one sure. movie character. You don't see Gerard Butler being like. I don't know. I He's see him actually as really good in those Olympus Has Fallen movies. Yeah, but... Those are like cheesy action movies, which yeah. I like, and they're but rated R, can... so they go balls to the wall. So I, I like but him. But you know Mole Man's always been a dorky like villain? Yeah. Imagine his kind of like acting persona from 300 into like the Mole Man. Yeah. You know how like Jason Momoa made Aquaman badass? Yeah. Have Gerard Butler make Mole Man badass. I mean, you could. That's actually that's actually a really good. Prove concept. me wrong. Yeah. All right. So yours? I'm going with someone who's played a villain. Um, he was really good in John Wick, and he's in Game of Thrones. I'm going Alfie Allen. Uh, hey, I think I like that. That's he, cool. He, I think he'd make a really cool nerdy but villainous like Mole Man, like someone who could still even play well, a little bit. He technically played a villain in. Did you already say that he played a villain yeah. in Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That I knew. I looked it up, well, though. Well, he has, like, a redemption arc, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. Um, but he's a villain in, in John Wick. He's he's actually the guy that kills John Wick's dog, and which sets oh, I know. off he's the He's the son movies. of the actual bad guy, right? Yeah, the guy who sadly passed away uh, last year. Who was uh, it? I forget the actor's name. Oh. He passed away. Oh. So super sad. Mm, R.I.P. But he'd be my he'd be my mole man. He he's he plays villains really well, and I th- I still think he plays kind of like a... Uh, he, he looks like a dorky... He I have see him as a mole man. Comedic yeah. edge, so he'd be my pick. Okay. Who, who do we want to go over next? Let's do uh, Franklin uh, Storm. This is going to be the first of of my picks that I think you're going to be like, uh. Um, you're going to be uh about mine too. I wanted someone because it's it's going to be hard to really talk about this without knowing who our fantastic. Yeah, actually, Force. you may like mine. I'm not going to um, lie. So I wanted to go with someone that is plays is just fatherly. Someone who, but still holds his ground who I think could sign on to this film as a one-off just to be a part of the universe for a one-off. And I actually went with George Clooney. Oh yeah, that's good. But I, just well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like suave. He's, yeah. I don't know about fatherly. The dude is like notarized for being like a bachelor, even though he's married now, ah, but he's in his sixties now. So it's like true. I, I mean, Hey, if you don't have kids in your sixties, you're just living in the bachelor life, which is cool. I, okay. I get, I totally get that. Right. But like I said, it, he's, he's not my, First pick is just one I really thought about, and I knew this would be the one that would probably be the most off-putting. Right. Um, you want to hear mine? I do. Okay. So my casting choice was, obviously, that Franklin Storm is a brilliant scientist. Brilliant scientist. Yeah. He fathers Johnny and Sue. And I wanted him to be, like, a stereotypical, like, dorky dad who's, like, super into science, you know, kind of the comedic relief right after Johnny. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if Johnny, he is a comedic character. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I want the dad to have, like, dad humor. A little bit of edge to him. So guess who my Franklin a Storm is? Chevy Chase. Oh, Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if I love it, but he's an interesting pick. Very interesting. He's a goofy dude. He is goofy. SNL he, alum. He, he, I, I think he's he's fatherly. Come on. Yeah, he he's he's a father. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other picks that would have been really good. But no, I saw yeah. Chevy Chase and I was like, dude, I see it. Hey, I see it. If it works, it works. Um, let's talk about Galactus. Ooh. Okay. Go ahead. I don't even need to say anything. Dennis Haysbert. I, you know what's the funny? The Allstate guy. You know what's funny is I was thinking... His voice just screams like villain. 
I he, I was super dark and stuff. I was thinking him, and I was thinking it was funny when you mentioned that because my first choice and I broke away. Captain Raymond Holt. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was my first choice. <laughs> I thought about him too. I was like, man, like a deep voice. But then, so, but then I I was thinking, man. Galactus has sure he he needs to have a deep voice, but maybe you don't need to have a deep voice. So you're going the exact opposite. You're yeah. picking Charlie Day, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so a guy who just his voice does not grow. Out hey, what, what are you? What are you guys doing? Yeah, All right, let's talk about uh, Ben. Gr- no, I'm kidding. Um, I was like, you better tell me. No, my Galactus. Oh, I, the reason why I went this way is because I wanted someone who's. Because Galactus is a big bad. Like, he's the Thanos. Yeah, he's a big bad. I need someone that's played intimidating villains. Someone who is, you know, badass. And I went Kenneth Branagh, who directed oh. Poopy, 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 Artemis Fowl, but is still a great director and a Shakespearean actor who's no, he played can do villains that, like, in multiple things. Like you can do this one right here. My name is. Oh, I sound like the freaking. Uh, I sound like you sound uh, Jason Statham. No, no, no. I sound like uh, I'm gonna mess you up, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, Mike. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? Not Luke Evans. Ah, the guy in the boys. Oh, uh, uh, oh Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he would have been good. Too. He would have been good too. Yeah. But he's already in the universe. I want to stick away yeah. from that. Yeah. No. No. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kenneth Branagh. Okay. So now let's start. Who is your Reed Richards? Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. I. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I I said my Galactus first, so okay. who's your read? So my my Fantastic Four is not as young as the previous Fantastic Four movie, but not neither is mine. But not as old as the Fantastic movies from the two thousands. Uh, I'd say mine is still in the age range. So I'm going. I'm I'm going with someone that I feel plays. You know who who would fit the universe that I think people would flock to. Someone who's a, got a good name right now off a hit series. I'm going Pin Badgley. Oh, he's got that show. You, I think he's got a, a handsome I look. I think love he can play Penn that. Badgley. I think he'd be a cool Reed Richards. Now I don't see him as Reed Richards, only because I don't know. I think he gets tight. Ty- mm. I don't know. Well. Yeah, okay. So he I think he gets typecast a lot because he he see he plays that um that out of the box guy, you know, he's not quite into this uh to what? Is this me? Yeah, this okay. this is sorry me. about that. No. Um so I just got done watching Gossip Girl and I know a lot of you guys make fun of that, but I'm not going to tell I'm not going to lie to you. I I liked it. I've never seen it. I like it. I don't know. I get, I'm really invested into good stories. Not, not much as acting. I mean, if you give me a good story, I kind of surpass the acting because if you have a good story, the acting's usually on par with how it is. And Penn Badgley's really, really good. Spoiler alert, he is Gossip Girl in the show. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So, and then his character on you. But what I'm trying to get at is like Penn Badgley. Is like this guy that is trying to infiltrate himself into a certain society and yeah. just can't quite get there. He's like on the outside. He's like that guy. Is like, oh, who's that? You know, he plays like, like the organ, the organian. Like yeah. he's like super. Like you know, he has the glasses. He has like a satchel. You know, like this typical hipster dude in you and in Gossip Girl. I feel like he's kind of typecast. Sure, but I mean. 
I think I, that's a great pick for Reed. I, I just, th- I think he, first off, I think he just has the look, and I think you need fantastic, in just my opinion, I, th- I think the age range you're, you're probably going is good, too. Um, I'm going significantly older than you, by the way. Um, I, I wanted to go more younger, uh, kind of like the X-Men we did last week. I want to go younger because I want to grow these characters because Fantastic Four is so pivotal, and it, it it's, you want to grow these characters. And I just think... You know, he's in his late 30s. I think he's going to grow into a, a nice-looking Reed He's not Richards. in his late 30s, is yeah, he? He's 36 or 7. Oh, I'd say he's mid-30s still. Uh, I, th- I, looked, I looked them all up. I oh, think you did? Yeah, okay. I think he's like 36 or 7. See, I um, okay, I'm getting so, all of them mixed up. <clears throat> so uh, did you need to finish a thought? No, I was just going to say I, I want to see these characters grow. I've Like I said, I've never seen Gossip Girl, and in fact, I've never seen you. Honestly, dude, you I should just... watch it. You'll get sucked in, dude. It's a good show. Okay, I'm speaking on... You know keep the stuff be- I like. Keep this between us. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, go ahead. Who's your read? Okay, so I'm going the exact opposite of you. I want them to be already super. Maybe sure. they had their backs, the Baxter building in I'm, Los Angeles. I'm, yeah, I have no issue with that. That's actually... Yeah, because I want them... Like how I wanted my X-Men last it's, week. It's like Spider-Man. We, we know I the I want them story. established, so I want them a little older. That's so fine. I went, totally fine. I have no issue with that. Let's see if you like this. Um... This actor, I think he's very versatile, and he's just a... I won't say that he's great, but I won't say he's bad. He's like... He is a leading man, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, he hasn't really gotten that opportunity to lead, like, a franchise, which I think he needs to. I, and my pick is Sterling... On. Oh, Sterling yes! K. Brown. He was my first pick. Yeah. He, I swear to God, he was my original pick. I was thinking about his... Uh, his character in This Is Us, and I said, "Oh my goodness, that's Reed." That's and then exact. I, do you agree with me though? Like yes, he has leading yes. man. I would if we if we had to eliminate each of ours and pick from our two, I would pick yours. I th- yeah. he was my very first pick. So like I'm saying, I'm going a little older. He's already so Sterling K. Brown for Reed Richards. Yes. is fucking perfect. Yes, he's already got a relationship with Disney. Uh, you know, Black Panther. He's already got in a very tiny role, like very tiny one off role that was. You can yeah. You can read Frozen. Like he's that. in Frozen too. He plays. But I like totally the forgot guy. that he plays T'Chaka's brother. Fuck. Um. Sorry about that. Uh, sorry, I uh, get really passionate. But Sterling K. Brown was my very first pick. That that is a great. And then I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm. A, I'm a, I'll go the younger route because I knew you would probably go the older route. Yeah. So I went the younger route. But just, he was my pick. Yeah. That's. Oh, dude, we're on the same page. There. Awesome. I like that pick a lot. Uh, okay. So. Shall we do Sue? Let's do Sue. Sue Storm. I okay. Mean, let's not do Sue. I mean, I mean, wait till you pick my pick. Wait till you hear my pick. Okay. okay so, um, oh boy, this podcast. She's definitely been. Uh, she can definitely do a leading lady role. Role, and she's been in some of my favorite horror movies. And my pick for Sue Storm is Teresa Palmer. That's my pick. No way. Yeah, Teresa Palmer's my pick. <laughs> Dude, oh my, my god! Pick. I'm not fucking with you either. That's t- it says it right there, Teresa Palmer. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, you didn't see anything no, else, I, right? No, okay. I saw it. I tried not. That to. is so funny. Yeah. So tell me why you think Teresa Palmer would make a good Sue story. Okay, Teresa Palmer is exactly what you talked about with Sterling K. Brown. She is a an actress who's been in some good roles. Lights great out. actress. Oh, Lights Out. Oh, and she's great in Lights Out. But she's not been in that movie that's just like hers, like featured, featured, yeah, featured. Yeah, I know. you know, Lights Out 2 is coming, and she won't be in Lights Out 2. Well, she was also in that Chris Hemsworth movie with Daniel Bruhl. She played... Uh, oh, uh... uh, 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 uh Speed? 
No, not Speed. It's uh. No, I was like, that's a '90s movie. No, no, no. It's the Ron Howard movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh. Oh my goodness. Well, it's based off of like the those, the, uh, the Speed. Co- yeah, Formula One. Formula One yeah. cars. Yeah. And she was in uh, she's been in a bunch of different things now that I'm thinking about it. And I can't off the top of my head, but I just I like her as an actress. She was my pick to replace Amber Heard as Mara. Um, we Amelia Clark will always be my next one. Yeah, but, uh, but give me her as Jean Grey. Yeah, but uh, yes. <laughs> um, but Teresa, dude, we're on the same page. We I had no idea. Oh, I'm going to laugh my ass off if I guarantee you your Johnny Storm's not mine. No. But I have a good feeling that our Ben Grimm may be the same one. I don't think our Ben Grimm will be the Our Ben Grimm ain't going to be the same one. I can okay. tell you that. Um, so that's funny. So let's go. Are we, You want to do Ben Grimm? And we'll end it with... Uh, Johnny Storm? Oh, no, we're doing... Oh, no, we got to end it with Ben Grimm. Okay. So who's your Johnny? So my Johnny Storm is someone that could have been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Someone who's in a movie on streaming right now that's getting a lot of buzz and is someone that is just... In even the dumbest things he's in, he's always a shining star. It's Logan Lerman. Hey! I like like Logan Lerman. So which is... Teresa's 40. Teresa's in her 30s. She's 34. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's 34. Logan Lerman is 28. For Ben Grimm? Do you see No, we're talking Johnny Storm. Oh, we're talking Johnny Storm. You said said say Ben Grimm last. Right. Okay. Logan Lerman, I absolutely adore for for that. But I went slightly a little older. Um, Speaking of Gossip Girl, he was in Gossip Girl. He's in The Boys. I feel like this guy could play a cocky dick. He plays a cocky dick in The Boys, and he plays a cocky dick in Gossip Girl. Chase Chase Crawford. Crawford. Yep, I knew it. Yeah, it's actually really good. How badass of a human torch would he be? He would be really good, especially in that age range you're looking at. That's a really good pick. Yeah, he's not bad at all. But see, I didn't want to make Sue Storm and Johnny Storm twins. Uh, Teresa Palmer is two years older than than Chase Crawford, and then Chevy Chase is their dad. Come on. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. I think we agree on Teresa Palmer there. Yeah. You're doing really well here. All I right, think last but not least. Well, we have two more. We do? Yeah. We have the other villain, the main villain. Oh, Dr. Doom. Yes. Um, is it your turn or my turn? I think it's my turn. Yeah. So who is your Ben Grimm? Okay, so. Mine's off the wall. It's nowhere <clears throat> near as old as yours. Okay, more. so he's in the age range of uh, maybe, I think he is about four or five years older. He may be in his 50s. Anyway, I didn't want to try to... Uh, I I saw that uh, Sterling K. Brown in, in the actor I'm picking for Ben Graham is more of like college buddies instead of like childhood best friends. Okay. Or maybe like friends in the adult. I, I just like, know like... Like in regular in different Different ceser- yeah. scenario. Yeah, sure. Um, Oscar winner. What? Um. Is he an Oscar winner? Well, I don't know if he's an Oscar winner, but definitely an Oscar nominee. I'm picking Woody Harrelson. Interesting, interesting. Woody Harrelson. He would play a very good thing. That's that'll probably. He be can the... play insecure really well. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't hate the pick. I don't, I don't, I don't love the pick. I, I, and it's probably because I think Woody Harrelson plays freaky more than insecure. Like, like freaky, like weirdos, like uh, natural born killers, and he's obviously going to be carnage. And, well, yeah, I and, mean, well, look at his rap sheet for like comedies too. Yeah, well, no, no, like he's he's hilarious in the two Zombieland yeah. movies, and the second one is good for those who don't like the second one. Yeah. No, the second one's I good. I just see it. I see it. Yeah, he, I. It, 
that'd probably be the one where I'm like, eh. Okay. But I don't, I'm not saying I hate it. It's just, eh, to me. But. I mean, all, all roles. All, but we're fan casting here. Like, we're. Well, even if it's like. Say The Dark Knight never came out and you wanted to pick Heath Ledger for your Joker. I would say you're fucking crazy. Oh, well, See I think I mean? everyone did. That's like Paul Rudd being in an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. yeah for um, sure. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and a, a little bit of the same with Robert Pattinson as Batman. Like. The, when he got cast, everyone was like, yeah, "What?" The guy, and then Carly? you start seeing more and more yeah. of his acting, no, I, I uh, more oh, of his yeah. filmography. No, no, no. That's oh, why I'm. He, that's why I'm not knocking it. I'm just like, yeah. I don't see no, it. No, for sure. Which this is this. I told you before we recorded that th- I, there's two that you might not like. The first one being the George Clooney pick. Mm-hmm. The second one being this pick. And I wanted to go someone who's not big and buff, and I didn't want to go someone who's scrawny. But I want to go someone who's an up and comer, who's been in uh, a couple really good projects, who is just off the wall. And I'm going O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea Jackson, Ice hey, Cube son. Cube son. Yeah, I just he he's funny in that movie. Um, oh my gosh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, Seth Ingrid Rogen goes movie. red. No, 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 oh. no, no. Did you see Ingrid goes is west? That's the Aubrey Plaza mm-hmm. one, right? It's really good. No, he's oh, I loved it. What was that movie with Seth Rogen where he and uh, Charlize Theron are like Flarsky? Flarsky. Yeah. Oh, it's dude. It's so funny. I it's, you're t- it's where it's she, it's it's where, where Charlize she, Theron plays the president, right? She's not the president. She's she, she's wants to be elected. She's playing like the pre, uh, secretary it's not of Flarsky? state. That's not what it's called. Yeah, it's called Flarsky. Or then the name changed. It was called Flarsky. I was gonna say. I was like, I think that's. Then they changed super... the name to something dumb. But it turns Seth Rogen. But O'Shea Jackson's really funny in it. Yeah, he is. He plays uh, Seth Rogen's like best friend. Yeah, and then he's who Seth Rogen for everyone that needs to know. He's actually my my one hundred percent long pick. shot. Long shot. Oh, they changed the name. It was yeah. Flarsky. They changed it. Thank you. Because um, his name is Flarsky, yeah. and I think they changed the name for a good reason. Yeah. Um, and he's really good in Straight Outta Compton as his. Oh own my dad. god, it's one of my all time favorite. He's movies. He's so good. Um, so I just thought he was an off the wall pick that I think would work really, really well. Okay, cool. I'm so excited for this. All one. right. Last but not least, Dr. Doom. I went first on Ben Grimm, so take it away. I'm, I'm going to sing the praises because I started watching the series on Netflix and he's so good in it. And he's so good in this movie we saw earlier this year. And he was my pick for Moon Knight. It's Oliver Jackson Cohen for Doctor Doom. Ooh. I I want this so bad. The more I think about it, like if I was going older, of course my pick would have been someone like a. I'm not saying him because he's already been in the MCU, but like a Mads Mikkelsen. But I'm going younger. It's my younger cast, and I just and he's this, he's right around the same age as Pim Badgley. I. I think he'd make a great Doctor Doom. He's just he plays creepy so well. He plays the villain so well in Invisible Man. I I want Oliver Jackson. Coming. Yeah, that's good. Um, so mine, obviously, I went older, and this guy is like a uh, he's a really famous British actor. He's been in a lot of rom coms, but I feel like he has that menacing look about him, and he could play menacing really well. You said a lot of rom coms. Oh, I think I, I don't. I don't think a lot, but you know, he's a rom com guy. Okay, okay. Like a like a. Um, who am I thinking of? The guy who had uh, got caught with a prostitute. What's his name? Uh, Bill Belichick. Or no. Not Bill Belichick. What? Oh, the, other, the owner. The the owner of the team, the Patriots. Robert Kraft. No, no, no. Uh, actor. Hugh Grant. There you go. Hugh Grant. That's your pick? No, 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 oh. no. Are you serious? No. Oh, are you? Oh, so let me guess. You're picking Colin Firth? 
No, 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 no. I'm talking like he's along the lines of these guys. Oh, but oh. he was in that movie with uh, Natalie Portman. He plays the cop, and she plays the stripper. I'm going Clive Owen. Oh, he'd be an interesting pick. He has that deep voice. He's he has that menacing yeah, look. He's, he's not bad. He he was actually really, really good. I love this movie. I don't know why it did not do good, and I don't know why people hate it, but he played the villain in I or not I Am Legend, uh, Gemini Man. I Love, oh yeah, I loved Gemini Man. I thought really he was, I, that's Will Smith, right? I thought it was so. Ooh, I'm gonna need to watch that. I thought it was so. Um, that's Ang. That's Ang Lee's film. Yeah, right? I thought it was just so invigorating and so. Did like, you ever groundbreaking see, the technology they used? Oh my god! Did you ever and see, He played the villain. Did you ever see Billy? Uh, Billy. Billy goes west. No, no, no. Uh, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. I only said Billy goes west because you said Ingrid goes west. Oh. I got so confused. But that's <laughs> did what you I watch meant that one? to say. No. Oh, did I dodge a bullet? No, no, no. It's good. Uh, you know, we both responded to the tweets yesterday oh. about your your the little claim to fame. And uh, my aunt, who's in, an extra in Brooklyn Nine-Nine in Superstore, she took me to the DGA, which oh, I told you yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 We saw Ang Lee's Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, which is a Like months awesome before it film. came out, right? Yeah, like a year before it came out. Oh, see, yeah. And I, I got to see, uh, which he won an Oscar for, uh, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, with yeah. With the... Uh, um, Kenneth, uh, I forget his name. Kenneth Lonergan. Kenneth yeah. Lonergan's film. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And guess who moderated Kenneth Lonergan? Casey Affleck. No, Gus Van Sant. So I got to see Gus Van Sant <laughs> oh, so too, dude. Such an I was sitting next to producers, directors. Yeah. Oh man, he's, not like the time when we went to. Uh, oh, I just want to reminisce a little bit. Remember when we went to the Rampage premiere? Oh, and then that we was sat so much down. fun. It was we, so much fun. Didn't we go to Yard House after? Yeah, and then we uh, saw BD so there. Fun. Oh, we did see BD <laughs> yeah. there. And then, um, okay, so there was a couple instances I had with uh, with some movie stars. Um, and you can contest this. I was super calm about oh, all the God. people we were sitting no, at. No, you, until you saw one person. Who was that? That would be Mr. Josh Radner from right? How I Met Your Mother. Who gets excited over Josh Radner? Dude, I do. This guy, we're at the Rampage premiere. We're going to say that because we're so cool. Um, Hell yeah. We had really good seats. And we dressed see, all in fucking tuxedos we, we, and shit. We won't name call, but we saw a couple trade reporters that we don't. Oh, I'm name. Oh, you mean trade reporter name yeah, call? Yeah, oh, okay. I yeah. was gonna drop some names. There. No, 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 no. There's a couple trade reporters we don't care about who they're like. Oh, let's take a picture on the stage and look cool in our suits. And someone ran down all the way to take one of those big selfies, yeah. and we know what we're talking about. But I respect the shit out of the dude, but I'm not going to tell you his name yeah, because he, we thought it was so dorky. And we're, we didn't do, like. Yeah, we took selfies in our seats, but and we took pictures of the red carpet. Um. But and but we were in suits too. But we weren't flashing off. We looked good that day too. Hell we yeah, looked, we, we did. Looked, we looked fly. Um, but I we were sitting down, and Derek's neck whipped like <laughs> Indiana Jones's. He was talking to Malin Ackerman. He turned around. And he's like, starts hitting me. He goes, Skyler, Skyler. It's Josh Radner. It's Ted fucking Mosby, dude. He wouldn't turn around for about like five minutes. But another person we saw at the premiere, Brooklyn Nine Nine, we saw Terry Crews. I said, like, I okay, that's what also I was gonna do. Terry, Terry Crews was walking up the aisle. I looked to him and went like this, and he went. He gave me the yeah. peace sign and looked straight oh, at me, and was I was so like, cool. "It was Terry." Cool. Just fucking said hi to me. Listen, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is huge, a big man. 
You you in the movies you go. Oh, we saw a- him walking out the side of the Staples Center, and that dude looked like the Staples Center. <laughs> that dude had an entourage that would beat the living shit out of someone. It's all Thank of you. his like Hawaiian. Like, <laughs> oh, they were they were or so Polynesian. That's right. So That's what he is. Yeah, Polynesian. they were across the street, and they were getting this big old black SUV yeah. that was bulletproof. Oh my god, he was a monster. <clears throat> someone else that I saw, and I actually said what's up to him. Uh, he's he's in the Winter Soldier. And I can't remember his name. There's a, we saw a lot of people at that premiere. Um, who was it? And he sat two seats down from me. And I cannot remember his name for the life of me. It wasn't a super huge part, but the guy is he, he's pretty big. Uh, where is he at? I'm trying to see. Uh, I don't know, maybe he wasn't in the Winter Soldier. Uh, well, while you're doing that, did yeah. I ever tell you my Matt Damon Beauty and the Beast story? Uh, uh, parts of it. Yeah, so when I was at the Beauty and the Beast premiere in 2017, I'm just telling this to tell the audience while you look. I was at, so when I went to the Beauty and the Beast premiere, I was sitting, I took my mom to the premiere, dressed up, went on the red carpet. It was glamorous. It was really cool, cool food. Saw a lot of celebrities, saw Josh Gad. Who was actually extremely oh. small? Um, Callan Mulvey. Oh, I remember he played you, yeah. KJ Beast in uh, uh, in Batman v Superman. Oh, that's right, that's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, sat down, sat three do- yeah. s- two seats down from me. Yeah. I was I was a baseball throw away from Bob Iger. Like he was literally ten feet away, but he had an entourage. Of, wow, an older entourage, but he had one. Hey, get the fuck back! Don't touch yeah. him. <laughs> You, if you're ever insecure about yourself, take a look at Luke Evans because it'll make you feel worse. That's a handsome dude in person, like tall, oh, really? tall, dark, and handsome. Damn. I was like, oh, man, I need to work out. Good for the um, LGBTQ. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah. I'm nabbing that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, so so we're sitting down. Matt Matt Damon was at the premiere. Oh, I heard he's a dick. I, I didn't introduce myself. No, didn't see good, him. because yeah. he wouldn't have given you the yeah. time of day. He's like, and I don't know why, he's like five foot eight. Yeah, he's a short guy. Yeah, he's a short guy. But what's funny is Ben Affleck's like our size. Yeah. Which uh, you would think he's like 6'7". Yeah. Well, we could take him. So, <laughs> so We'll take you on Batman. Yeah, so so I go to sit down in my seat with my mom where we have our popcorn or soda, whatever we have. We have our snacks or, or all our stuff. The movie starts. We're having a good time. We're sitting with a couple friends we met from Florida who run some popular Disney pages in Florida. And... It, the end of the movie's coming, and it's that scene where all the characters are turning into the actual materials before they turn into human. And I look over, and me and my mom are having a good time. We actually, me and my mom really liked the live-action Beauty and the Beast remake. But these two girls next to us were, like, bawling in tears, like, crying. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool, I get it. Maybe some movies hit some people emotionally, and I, I totally understand that. I've cried at movies constantly that are heartwarming. Marley and me. <laughs> Always. Um, <laughs> they're, so they're bawling their eyes out. They stop crying, and it's the scene where, like, Chip turns into a, uh, a cup, and... Chip um, turns into a cup? To a, to a teacup. Oh, so this is the beginning of no, the movie. Is, no, this is at the end when they turn into the real thing. No, they're not humans. They're turning in because they're getting... They're they're the teacup, the clock, the And candle. they turn into the actors, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, they, well, I thought they, you were talking about reverse. No, no, no. But, but before they turn into the actors, they turn into the actual clock and candle. It's like the, oh, the final oh, moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the scene where like Mrs. Potts is looking for her son, but she doesn't know her son's now a cup, a teacup for real. And you, 
I hear I hear them I hear the girls crying again. And I'm like, why are you I'm like what? And I look over and they're not crying. I'm like, who's like bawling their eyes out? Like Is it your wipe, mother? I like wiping their nose. You I can hear them doing this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you for the sound. It sounded exactly like that. Um I I'm like, who is this? It wasn't my mom, wasn't me, wasn't these two girls. I turn around, it's it, Matt Damon's fucking crying to Beauty of the Beast. <laughs> Straight up crying. I've told this story on multiple shows. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Disney Insider Patreons. But I looked over. I said, oh, well, Jason Bourne's a little bitch. (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm crying laughing. Oh, my God. I kid you not. I Dude was weeping at Beauty and the Beast. I love Matt Damon as an actor, but he can go to hell as a person. Yeah. I've had a, I have a couple PA friends that I went to film school with. And one of them was working on the Warner Brothers lot. And I think it was for, uh, it was either The Martian or it was. Uh, Which is a good movie, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, his racist ass China, China movie. <laughs> yeah, his yeah, racist ass China movie. Great Wall. Yeah, the, great the movie wall. that's supposed to be an epic about the Chinese yeah. fighting off dragons, and they yeah. said, "Let's get a white guy in here." So I hate the Great so Wall. So they they good, good special effects. They though. shot some stuff in the sound stages on Warner Brothers lot, and she told me that um, her her boss, um, she was like, "Don't look Matt Damon in the eyes. Uh, don't address him. Don't do anything. He's a diva." And I guess she went to go hand her him like coffee or anything. And he was like, what the fuck is this? No. And she was like, your coffee. And he's like, I didn't fucking order coffee from you. And oh, I was just like, wow. And I was like, oh my God. Well, now we know you're a little bitch, Matt Damon. Well, also, I have another story about Scarlett Johansson. And I saw this on TikTok. And um, it was... Uh, it was like this running gag on TikTok where it was like, "Oh, what's your what's your uh, what's your weakest uh, like?" It was like the weakest claim to fame, but it was like, "What's your weakest like celebrity beef?" And I guess this lady, her mom, um, she was uh, she she was either a PA or she was the uh, which is a really hard job. Well, no, the, oh no, no, no. Both of her parents are production designers, and they were working on uh, oh, she was Civil War. Oh, okay. You know she has production that. assistant, but before you finish, sorry, a, a production assistant. It, it, it's they're a good, the lowest on the totem pole. They're going to get treated like shit no matter it's what. It's so bad, which is sad because that's like that's how you get into the industry. <clears throat> Our buddy Jack was a PA on um, Darkest Hour. Darkest? No, his dad was. Uh, his dad's an audio mixer, so he works sound for uh, Focus Features. Yeah, I thought he was. a PA He wasn't on a PA. Hour. He was a PA on the. Uh, it was a Dakota Johnson movie. Um, oh, so we can go on. Well, yeah, but I, th- <laughs> I don't want to. S- Wasn't the Fifty Shades? I, I don't think it right? was Peanut Butter Falcon. It may have been. Ah, oh, such a good movie though. But he was a P on that, and he said he loved it. So oh, obviously, cool. like Shia LaBeouf is really cool, fucking dude, or something. Or he never had to interact with him. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. <clears throat> anyway, so this chick's parents are production designers, and they were working on, um, they were working on Civil War. And not Civil Wars. They were working on Age of Ultron. You know, she has that high and tight, like, red hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Joss Whedon comes up to his mom, or her mom, and she was like, oh, I really like that hairstyle. Uh, It's super Black Widow-ish. That hairstyle from the mom is what they use on Scarlett Johansson. And Scarlett Johansson was pissed off that her hair was based off of a, uh, a production designer. 
Oh my And went, God. I guess, Scarlett Johansson through this huge party and invited the dad, but not the mom. Invited everybody from set, but the mom. That's messed up. I'm like, who gives this? Well, like, well, does, okay, first of all, does, does never... this shit get to your head? Like, to where you're better than people because people pay $15 to see you act for yeah. an hour? Well, they say ne- they never meet your heroes. But we're talking about a woman who signed on to a project to play a, 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 a transgender character and then got screamed off the project. Like, she thinks the world revolves around her. Like, we're excited for Black these. Widow, by the way. Yeah, no, it's all these. Like, I, I can separate the artist from the art. Like, Pretty good. Despite despite what except you're... Chris Alia, that broke my heart. Yeah, I know. They there there are you people need to understand, and I think this is a good thing because Derek and I have been basically honored to interact with people in the industry. Celebrities. We're getting yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. There are actors that you would think are the craziest rude people, and despite what he's going through right now. Everyone that's ever met this person says Johnny Depp is one of the nicest celebrities you can meet, where people like Tom Cruise is one of the meanest. Yeah, Tom Cruise can suck an egg. I hate his work, and I don't like him as a person. Yeah. But you know who's also a really, really stand-up dude, and I hear nothing but good stories about him? Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. There, there's just some actors that... You Chris know, Pratt, too. Yeah. I heard he's a fucking dime, too. Yeah. So he's going through a lot of stuff right now. No, I don't no. want to get into that. No. Um but yeah, there there are just there are some celebrities who oh oh I let's let's get into this. This is a good conversation. This will don't worry. We still have the rumor of the week, but we need to talk about some of our celebrities. Like we said, our, we we're just riffing. Um, I Justin Bartha from the National Treasure movies and Hangover and Hangover biggest a hole. You I've told ever, me this story. Yeah, where we go to Disneyland, my brother's like, hey, um, can I get a picture with you? And he says, w- looks down at him. He goes, with you. No fucking thanks to my brother. Oh dear! Oh Lord. my! Rebel Wilson is a complete biatch. Um, Chris, I heard that too. Christina. So Christina Aguilera was at Disneyland one time, and my family. Trust me, my family was not trying to get a picture with Christina Aguilera. Um, but my brother was walking by Christina Aguilera, her kids, and I don't think she was with Blake Shelton at the time, or maybe she was, but he wasn't there. Um, Christina but Aguilera was with Blake Shelton too. Not at the time, I don't think. Because Gwen Stefani's with. Are you getting confused, or is he just no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I was thinking. I'm getting. Yeah, I got them confused. But no, it is Christina Aguilera. I don't know who her husband was, or maybe she doesn't have one. I don't know. But she was with her kids, and her bodyguards were to the right of her. And Blaze was walking to the left. Or no, Stormy, my youngest sister, was walking. My brother's girlfriend, and also your sister. Yeah, Uh, that's true. Um, (laughs) Was walking to the left. And Christina Aguilera put her hand on my sister and said, I don't want any pictures when my sister was just walking by. I'll never forget it. What'd she say? She was like, I didn't want any either. Stormy That's just, what I would have said. Stormy, Stormy kept walking. And I, I, my mom said something sassy because, you know, my mom, she had to say something sassy to protect her kids, which is awesome. But I just learned that, you know, you might have a beautiful voice on Mulan and singing Reflection, even on the new Mulan soundtrack. But, man... Just like Jason Bourne, you're a little bitch too. <laughs> Justin Barth, a little bitch. Yeah. This is a run-ins. very, very cursed filled episode. We are so sorry. Uh, Elliot will warn everyone when he goes to repost our episode <laughs> on Twitter. He'll make sure it says, fair warning, strong language used. Yeah. Because this is one of those episodes. Um, anyway, um, never meet your Hold on. Never what, meet what's your the heroes. time? What's the time? What's huh? the time? What's the time? Oh, it's time for the rumor of the week. 
Listen. Thank you, John Bailey. Yes, thank you so much. Listen. The rumor of the week is the hardest rumor of the week I've had to talk about because I don't know the project. Here's the rumor of the week. Pixar Animation Studios right now is working on three original movies, but that's not all. They're working on a sequel. Now, when I was talking to my source, he said they're doing their three originals. That's their priority, which are obviously, I don't think it included Soul. So it's Luca. They're working on something about, uh, from what I heard, a blind child. And then another original project. But then he goes on to tell me, but they're working on a brand new sequel that's not a third or a fourth, which means it's a brand new sequel to a movie that hasn't gotten a sequel yet. So the top three likely films, and you can agree or disagree, are Ratatouille, A Bug's Life, or Inside Out. I don't assume it's Coco because the creative team on Coco left, which doesn't mean they can't come back, but I don't think they are going to. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille has just got such a strong audience right now, and people love all Patton the sudden Oswald too. And, and the theme I just parks. feel like it was all the sudden. Yeah, like Ratatouille just or Ratatouille that, that too. <laughs> Ratatouille, yeah. Uh, Ratatouille is just it's it's coming back. Everyone loves the cast, stuff like that. I think it could be a Bugs I th- Life. I think it's an Inside Out too. It could be with Soul, you know, with all the buzz around Soul right now, Inside Out too. So that's your rumor of the week. What about Onward too? I want see Onward is m- literally number two on my Pixar list. Onward, here's what's so sad about Onward. Obviously, for the for for the ba- wrong reasons, Onward did not do well at the box office because it That's came a out goddamn the week, shame. It's so it came out the week before everything shut down when we went into quarantine mode. Then it gets released on VOD, does fairly well. Doesn't do like amazing what Pixar hoped for. Of course not. None of these movies are when they get released to VOD. Well, it's just this time. Then it goes to Disney Plus for free and it becomes like a big hit. Like everyone wants to see Onward, which is cool. And Onward's a, you know, I like Onward too. It's a, it's, it's Dungeons and Dragons for kids with nice little nods to uh, the Marvel. Speak for yourself. It's Dungeons and Dragons for adults too. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is it's aimed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know we're well, not the pick, demographic, yeah. but I like it. Anyway. Yeah. It's, I I feel like it should get us. Oh, it should. It, it's 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 got a prime world for a sequel. Prime, 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 prime. Yep. I think the pandemic really, hit, like yeah. really bad. Yeah. Maybe a series like the car series that would be kind of cool. But then you don't get Chris Pratt and Tom Holland for a series. You would have to get them for a film. I don't think. No. They would. Yeah, you're not getting a series um, or them for that. Yeah. So it, it, onward. I mean, it could be onward. Maybe. Maybe they're like, hey, let's take another crack at it. Here's the thing. My source did not tell me what film it is. So it could be onward. Maybe they're like, hey, well, let's take another crack at it. Theaters are open. Let's get Onward 2 out there, and then maybe and we'll, people will go see Onward 1. We'll keep you guys updated. There's, it's a matter of time before he just spills releases, spills the beans. <laughs> spills the beans. Nah, yeah. it, it'll happen. But uh, anyway, hey, we, that's the rumor of the week. We got some executive producers we'd like to thank. Derek? Yes, this, and we got more. This podcast was executive produced by Alec Bullock II, Andrew Desimir, Lauren Javier, Adam Armstrong, Brian Griebel, Ernesto ah, Barrera. Barrera, Spencer Weary, Sean Williams, Jiko Chu, Brianna Schad, Jacob Cano, Edward Rose, Mint God, Lex Lindquist, Brian Kitson, Randy Cole, Danik Bigras, Don Satori, Jackson Wayne, love your name, Corin Graves, Colin Chris- Christick, 
think it's Chris Tech. Chris Tech and Abby Stoshek. Thank you guys for all your support and the new people that supported. And instead of Corey today, oh, it's it, me. Well, Derek, I need you to play me that sweet, sweet outro music. And a one, a two, a three, a four, a five.